What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager by Brenda Hampton. I'm not your friend or doctor. Just kidding. Actually, I'm both now. I'm Sam Canning. And I'm your rice receptacle, Jordan Canning. Rice receptacle? Yeah. You hold on to my rice for me. Just Was that in the episode? It. It's not something that's said, but it's sort of a concept that I'm, well, I'll <laughs> okay. get into. Oh, uh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> how you How you doing? Uh, I was better before I remembered what happened in this episode. <laughs> We're living in a post-Kingdom Hearts 3 world. Anime is real, and I'm enlightened. <laughs> We're finally there. I, I literally, I, I, I've been like, because I never played uh, Dream Drop Distance. That's the 3DS yeah. spin-off that comes right before. Yeah. I, I never played it, and I was I was going to wait for, I was going to wait till I had played it to get Kingdom Hearts 3. And then I just literally today I was on the way home from work and I just went into a fugue state and I was like, oh, I'm at GameStop. <laughs> it's and good. Now have I you have Kingdom Hearts it? 3. It's real good. I, I have not started it yet, distance. but I'm going to be it's, doing that after this. They'll explain most of it in the plot. You don't need to know what's going on. Anyway, we'll talk <laughs> that's about. That's fine. I mean, that's always been something. true of Kingdom Hearts. Um, Let's talk about something else with bad dialogue and uh, uh, kind of a convoluted story. Yeah, I, and hey. This is season three, episode twenty-five. To be title watch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill Brenda Hampton of Secret Life fame. Yeah, you don't like it. That is so shitty. You don't like it. It's just it's like pretty a bad. little joke it's about pretty, like it's pretty bad, right? Just sort of like a funny one about how Adrian is gonna lose her baby. It's kind of a funny stillborn joke, which just, just I, a, not a word, just a not a combination epic reference of a, to get you kind of a little up for the Shakespeare comedy. to sort of get your your laughter muscles a flex in, so you just, can laugh just at Adrian's Just sort of misfortune. a little bit of a little kind of joke kind of situation. But what about well, that's that's next week. We got one week of bliss before we're in the pain. <laughs> and what a blissful time! What a it blissful was. episode this was because this was episode. I didn't write the title down for this. Oh, I know what it's called. Never mind. I was like, "To be the thing yeah, that I just said." It's called "To be dot dot dot." It's not about near automata, actually. I get it's it. It's actually about a Shakespeare quote. Um, so it is about near automata. This it episode was written automata. by Brenda Hampton and directed by Gail Bradley. Is the next one written by Brenda Hampton? I believe so. Thanks, I no longer Brenda. trust Wikipedia. I get all the information from the episode from your episode. Yeah, that's the best place to get it from. Uh, so what'd you think of it? It. It wasn't think, next week's. I think that this episode, uh, it wasn't like aggressively horrible at any point, but from beginning to end, it was just bad. And Here. there was very little, like a lot of episodes have like some breathing room where there's like one joke that kind of works or like one good acting moment or like one little nice thing. I feel like Not this episode didn't really, really give us anything. Didn't like really that. bring the thunder this week. They were kind of waiting. I it mean, was, here's the thing: it wasn't the really... worst it's been, but at no point was it not bad. What really kind of scrambled my eggs this episode, okay. uh, which is a saying I always love to say, is uh, 
the fact that this is the second to last episode of of season three, right? They've set up all these these plot threads that are that are ready to be resolved, and in the second to last episode of the season, it's primarily about Jack and Madison, our favorites. Yeah, that's, that's one like of the, the things that really tossed my salad. Uh, I didn't care for that. No, just say me is the one about tossing salads. No, it's not. But I I didn't I didn't like that about it or anything else about it. Should we just get into it? Yeah, let's go. Let's start with the thing from the previously on that tossed my salad. <laughs> Uh, really, I'm not gonna they say really, that. They really shredded your mozzarella. <laughs> let's start. Let's start from a thing uh, from the previously on that really uh, fermented my cider. <laughs> they they start the episode showing uh, uh, in the previously on. There's a, they they flash back to that little scene with Anne and Polenta where <laughs> he's like, "What? Don't want me to get any ideas?" And she goes about marriage. And I was like, "Ooh, that's ominous. Uh, <laughs> that shouldn't threat. be relevant again." Yeah, don't bring that one up. Um, so the beginning of this episode was kind of me in shock about, wow, Adrian and Ben are really married, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's a they thing. They sure are teenagers who were legally married, and they sure Adrian are, like... Adrian and Ben are married in the show. And you know how this. they really want to solidify that is they do the thing that married couples always do, which is they exclusively in this episode refer to each other as husband and wife. That's what they mm-hmm. call each other. Yeah. They're like, I love you, husband, and Ben will say, I love you, wife. Because they really, I think deep in their heart, they also don't think they should be married. I don't know. I, I'm sure that there's plenty of married couples who are just, like, basking in the marriage at first. Maybe. Before uh, they Adrian... hate each other, am I right? Till death, now airing on CBS every day. So Adrian is sitting up in bed, and she's like, hey, Ben, how about we get steaks in the morning and try out the grill on the patio? And Ben's like, ugh, it's 4.30 in the morning. Adrian, here's the thing. Adrian's kind of uncomfortable right now, because she's not, she's not uncomfortable on her left side. And then Ben says, lay on your right side. And she says, I'm not comfortable on my right side either. I don't have another side. And I'm like, oh, Adrian, let me tell you about libertarianism. Shut up. Uh, that's not, that's not even, that's, it's, that's, it's another option. It's a third yeah, okay. choice. <laughs> so, uh, pregnancy insomnia is a real thing. I'll give them that. Yeah, uh, Ben is she's like, got hey, a whole, is there... she's got a whole baby in her. I can't imagine that's very comfortable. Yeah. And Ben's like, Hey, is there anything I can do for you? Quote, because I have a feeling that until you're comfortable, I'm not going to be comfortable. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thanks. He says he's going to, he's going to bring her some steaks back from the butcher shop. But for now he's got, he's got eggs, milk, and bread. And he'll, he'll like... <laughs> before, before that breakfast thing, Adrian's like, Adrian's like, Oh, maybe I could, I could call Amy and see if she has any, any tips for getting to sleep when you're very pregnant. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. And oh, then yeah. I paused from writing that note. And she goes, Maybe she could be useful for once. And Can like, you okay, fucking bye. lay Never off mind. of Amy for five seconds, nope. Adrian? So yeah, Ben says that he's going to make breakfast, and they're like, thank you, husband, and he's got, you're welcome, he's got, wife, well, and da-da-da, and I hate it because He's got milk, eggs, and bread, and he's like, I'm sure I could whip up something edible, and it's like, you're so rich, there's no way you've cooked a thing in your life. He's going to show up, and he'll be like, here, have some milk and egg bread soup, my love. Well, <laughs> Well, the he thing he comes in he, with sure is puzzling, though. He comes back with what really looked to me like it, it, the lighting it wasn't great because it was it was kind of like dim me. TV show nighttime lighting. But it looked like it was a tray of toast and a bowl of sliced lemons, a bowl of sliced oranges, I believe, and also a glass of chocolate milk. So I it looked it looked but kind the toast of was dark. To me. It, it was, was really burnt. hard to tell what it was. It was but it, burnt toast. That toast was <laughs> whatever crisp. it was. It was just toast, some kind of fruit, and a glass of. But yeah, I don't, whatever. Glass of uh, something, and then they call each other husband and wife again. And but when Ben comes in with the breakfast, get guess what? Adrian's funny sleeping. So yeah, contrary to what you said, where they call each other husband and wife again, oh, that yeah, didn't actually bad. happen because uh, she 
And Ben she, puts the tray down next to her on and then his he, side. He, no, no, he puts it on his side. Oh of yeah, the bed. his side. So if his. if his pregnant wife wants to get food, she'd have to, with her pregnant belly, climb over. That's a good point. I didn't think ben, about that. You very know considerate of him. You know what really got her. me? <laughs> Was it he, the next thing we see? Well, he he like smiles and gets oh, in and bed he, like, with her. Oh, he like stares at her and he like and <laughs> he just sort of slithers. She is in bed next to a turned on lamp. She really is, isn't she? And it's like doesn't really maybe, make any maybe sense. If you're why. having trouble sleeping, I I don't know. Have you ever considered, and I don't know if this will make you feel ashamed of your words and deeds, but have you ever considered that maybe Adrian is a photosynthetic life form? Yes. Oh, okay. So what do you, what is the what is the first thing that strikes you about the the first thing we see of uh, Grant High School this week? Um well i mean it's kind of the same as it always is same as it ever was same as it ever was um this is congratulations mr and mrs boykovich beautiful house congratulations on your beautiful wife uh so so wonderful counselor who i i think last week i said she's just a counselor she's the counselor and i said she was the best one and i think i'm willing to rethink that this week (laughs) because she put up a fucking giant sign that says congratulations mr and mrs boykovich and she also uh sort of conjured up some new staffers (laughs) right uh, we've never voiced there's like five or six new staff members in this episode it's incredible one of them one of them says uh and I want you to guess what character – I mean, you've seen the episode, but listeners, I want you to guess what character walks up to the staffer as she says, I feel like this is really rewarding them for doing something stupid by having sex and then getting married. And who do you think is walking right up to them Heather. as they talk about – Who? Heather. No, she got punished for having sex. Heather. Other. It was Amy. Amy was the one who heard them talking bad about teens who have sex and get pregnant. Yeah, so basically the the, the random never-before-seen, right never-again-seen adults are like, hey, why did you think this was a good idea? Like, why are we, why are we like, teens. cheering for teens getting pregnant married in teen school? I'm sure I'm on these, these, this counselor, or these uh, faculty members' side right now. I mean... <laughs> I, Look, I think that they're right that O'Malley shouldn't have done this, but they're also being very they're being loud mean about it. But I don't think that Miss O'Malley should have put up a big sign that said "Congratulations, Mister and Missus Boykovich." Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they fucking said like they're just like, oh, by the way, I think that Adrian just got pregnant to get a guy to marry her, and then Amy's just like, <clears throat> and she says. This kind of throws a wrench in your theory. Well, I mean, Amy could be lying, but she's like, actually, Miss O'Malley, I didn't really know Ricky when we had sex. Yes, of and course I she's lying. She yeah, she's lying. Him. You're right. She was trying to trap the dad. Why would she, she be was... like, oh, you got me. I yeah, trapped right. Ricky. Damn, you, man, O'Malley, that, that counseling Sam's degree. right. Sure. <laughs> she said it. Seriously, said though, like, name. these fucking teachers or whatever they are, like, if the fucking things that they're saying right in the hallway around all the students, like, they should all be fired, including O'Malley. Especially it, like, O'Malley. This is Grant High School. It would not make a difference. They're not That's doing true. anything. Uh, Miss O'Malley asks if the, the uh, banner is bothering Amy. And Amy said, uh, Adrian is right. Ricky doesn't want to get married. And I don't think he ever will. <laughs> yeah. And then Miss O'Malley's like, you never know. Like, and then literally, Amy, literally the, the fucking school counselor is like, Amy, are you upset because your ex got married to the girl who hates you and you're not getting married look, to your boyfriend? She's trying to connect with the teens. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to then, connect with the teens. And then Amy goes, 
yeah, Ricky probably won't ever go and get married, blah, blah, blah. And if he goes off to college, it's even less likely. Yeah, the interview went really well. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Miss O'Malley. I I, I can't stress this enough, Amy. You know that Ricky has a baby with you, right? Who? You know that Ricky has a son. At some point during this, Amy also makes a comment to O'Malley like, hey, can you fucking tell these teachers that, like, I we teenagers don't get pregnant to trap dads? Like, it's not a thing because I'm sick of explaining myself. And I'm like, hell yeah, go ape shit, Amy. Go ape shit, Amy. Even though condo, you, did get, you did explicitly get pregnant to trap a dad, unfortunately. Right, but she's lying. Uh, and she's back lying. at the condo. Ben oh, we the... forgot to say that Ben and Adrian are like, let's go back to sleep. And then Adrian's like, oh, we're going to be late for school or whatever. And then. No, that's ben... happening now. Yeah, well, no, that happened before. They're like, I don't, as long as we're not late for school. Cause it's oh, our you're first right. Day you're right as a married right. couple. Yeah. And then, and they then wake up na- and now funny. is when Ben wakes up and he looks at the clock late. and he goes, oh, no, I fell asleep. I'm late for the married couple day. And then he gets yeah. the funniest fucking music they've ever played on this show starts playing. And he like jumps out of bed and puts his clothes on and he runs to the kitchen and adrian's she's funny eating breakfast god it's so funny they had apparently they also had rice hamburger egg yeah i don't know she's eating something that i've never heard of which is apparently it's rice milk it's It's, milk rice it's called a moco loco it's a hawaiian loco moco loco moco it's like hamburger on fried rice with gravy on jesus no no, not not fried rice it's it's hamburger and egg with gravy over rice Oh, it's a okay, real thing. Over- Sounds very unhealthy. Maybe not the best way to start a school day, but, you know, whatever. You're uh, pregnant. You can do whatever you she's want. She's pregnant. And then it's Ben's funny. like, okay, I'm going to go shower. And she says, okay, yeah, after you get out of the shower, I can shower. And then I'll get dressed and I'll do my hair and, and makeup. Hair, and makeup it's so and- fucking funny to me. First of all, because women be having a, a Women routine, be makeuping. Also, like, Adrian, the TV show character that we're looking at, is so, the like, one completely, who's got like, makeup her on hair is and done. Hair is she's fully made showered. up. Why do yeah. they have to do that? Like, it's not hard to make your hair look like you just got out of bed. Just do it right in the morning when you get out of bed. <laughs> I think they just forget. They or just, maybe, fuck, I don't... Like, is anyone going to watch the show and Adrian's going to be like, oh, I just woke up, I got to get a shower and get ready. And they're like, Adrian's not made up. This show's terrible. I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> I wonder if it's maybe something like, just because of the way they film, they like spend all the time doing the hair and they can't mess it up because they maybe. they might have to film something else That's with their true. hair done. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it really, it really, I, I realize when, when these things happen that I'm not watching real teens in real situations like being married and pregnant. And, no, because they're all condo. 35. Yeah, and they're all 35 and they don't have their school, makeup Madison on. school, Madison calls correct. Amy and Lauren into the bathroom Where during is she? class. This is they're... great because not only are they back in Poop City, which is very rare, but, but they actually mention... Like, yeah, they're like, look, what about all the great times that we had here in Poop City? Yeah, it's really weird, but they I appreciate it. They don't they call don't, it. They don't City, call it but... Poop City, no. But they. So Madison has something very important to tell Amy and and, and... Lauren. How <laughs> do you thing, feel? The thing that happened between. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, Jesus. We'll so get. Amy... Well, let's just explain the situation. Amy's like, oh no, Madison. Are you? And Lauren goes, she couldn't. She couldn't be pregnant. She wouldn't have had time. But did you have sex? And then Madison goes. Why would it be oh no if I had sex? It wouldn't be oh no if Amy had sex. And I can't tell if that's an intentional callback to when Amy was like, I had sex. And Madison goes, oh no. Oh no, Amy, no. Maybe. I, I don't it's believe it. That purpose. It, that's probably it would have been pretty, it's and, uh, pretty Madison, good callback. <laughs> Madison says, yeah, I fucked Jack over the weekend. This is the best. I mean, it's the worst thing, but it's also kind of the best thing. I'm kind of obsessed it's, with it's this whole. It's certainly a thing. It's, it's. Nothing in the world is more Jack 
than the situation that happened. Yeah. This so they're weekend. like, "How how was it?" And she goes, "It was it was interesting, interesting, pretty interesting." And Lauren uh, Lauren says, "Why did you wait three days to tell us?" And Madison's like, "Hey, at least I'm not Amy who waited weeks to tell us." And fucking again, it happened at band camp, and she told you at the fucking beginning of the first, first day, day of school. school. She should have broke into the school and then called them into the bathroom to tell them. <laughs> That's what she should have done. Yeah, and they ask her again, how was it? And she says, pretty interesting. And they're like, okay, tell us more. And she Dude, goes, this one ex- let's Jack just... cried afterwards. I feel like we should just explain this whole situation now because it's very funny to me. I want to I want to I want to do it the way that the you want to reveal it the way the it's revealed. OK, so all we I know want is the viewers, the... listeners, quick time visualizer it. watchers to get the full show. Experience. So Madison, all we know right now is that Madison and Jack had sex this weekend and Jack's reaction to it was that he started crying numerous tears. Many yeah, and tears. Amy's like, well, guys can cry. Like, yeah, that's might fine. Have been that emotional can... from the from the moment. From the like, that can happen. Yeah, you know, and Madison's like, sometimes the, there's well, too I, much cum to escape just from your your dick, and it's yeah, and come out of other places. Yeah, and that's how it works. And Madison says that she asked him why he cried afterwards, and he just kept telling her, "I love you, I love you." Like, and she'd ask him what she'd ask Ugh. what what are you thinking, and then he'd say, "I oh, love yeah. you." She'd say, "I love you too," and it's just like, "Oh my god, yeah, Jack, she what are like, you she's fucking like, what are you doing? thinking now?" And he goes, "I love you." Like, <laughs> I love you. Just fucking break up. I love up, you. <laughs> yeah, I really wish they'd break up. Uh, it's a very yep. bad relationship. So Jack comes uh, to school late, and Coach Lair is here. And I'm he gonna goes, make you laps after Pappas. school. Athletes, blah blah blah. Who cares? And then Jack says, "You're supposed to be a role model." And Jack is just like, "Okay, but can I tell you about how how my dad gave me bad advice and it's my the very dad's bad fault. advice." It's his it's dad's, dad's fault. fault he gave me advice, advice that I didn't follow. The bad advice of breaking up with Madison, uh, which is actually yeah, very good. <laughs> Coachler literally says, "I don't know that that's bad advice." Yeah, hell yeah, Coachler. Uh, and he says he was gonna break up with her, but he just sort of plum forgotten. Then next thing you know, he's just having sex with her. Oops. He plum forgot, and then he plumbed her. Plumbed depths, her depths. And, Yep. And Jack fucking <laughs> Coachler is like. Hey, it's it's only getting later while you keep talking about this, and Jack keeps talking about it, and he's like, I had sex with her, and then I didn't want to, and <laughs> he fucking gives the most un- he he's like yeah this this uh, like, analogy really this analogy really uh this analogy really siphoned my kombucha right, and and he's like. He's like, here, uh, coach, I'll, I'll put it in terms that you can understand. The first <laughs> half of the game, I was, he, the coach is never fucked. Okay. The first half of the game, I was playing offense. The okay. second half, I was playing defense. Oh, I no, should have called the game off at halftime. I yeah, just didn't want to hurt her feelings. And now I'm stuck with her for the rest of my life. I don't get the last part. That's not sports related, but okay. right. right. Presum- presumably the coach at this point is either thinking, fuck off. I'm married and I understand human relationships, you no. asshole, or. Well, I've never what? called off a game because I was afraid of hurting the other team's feelings. I don't understand. Facts don't care about your feelings, Snowflake. Right. And uh, uh, Coachler is like, hey, Jack, Coach you're not married. You, have you don't no have no obligation kids. to stay with Madison. So shut the fuck up and go to class, you idiot. And then I know you're a big fan of the next shot of the Jack scene. walks in the and we get the shit. greatest shot I've ever seen in this show. Please go to Twitter.com slash to see the shot that we get. Because so, it's the middle, it's the middle of class. Everyone is in in class except yeah. for Amy and Madison and Lauren who are in the bathroom. And Ricky and and Jack. We just and see Jack and everyone we is just, actually. We just hey, get this a is shot. Absent, right? No one's in class right now. We just get a shot of Ricky alone, just standing in the middle of the fucking T-posing. empty hallway, just like back to the door, like just facing away, looking at nothing, just fucking nothing. He's Normal just standing behavior. there. Yeah. It is. 
He's just standing there on his mark, is what he's doing. Yeah, it's a, if so you look, fucking a weird. X. Gail Bradley, I don't good. know about your directing this skills. This g- show is not very good at, like, setting up scenes. It's like, so weird. Like, characters are usually just sort of waiting for the action right. to happen. <laughs> Seriously, Ricky is only here because Jack is coming in. Yeah, he's just, like, waiting for him. And, uh, and, uh... Jack just Jack just like walks up behind him and like taps Ricky, him on the shoulder and is like, "Oh, hey, man, here's here's your keys back." Uh, and Ricky says, "I don't want to know anything about this." And Jack proceeds to tell him about it. Right, it's just like everybody else who fucking like talks every- to Jack, he goes, "I don't care." And Jack goes, "Okay, so here's what happened." And then he says the same thing he says to Coach, and then he asks if this ever happened to Ricky, and Ricky stares back with the fucking deadest and most right because gun because eyes. what he says. He's like, he's like, I felt bad halfway through. I mean, it felt good, but I felt, but I bad. felt bad. Has you that ever that, happened bro? to you, Ricky Underwood? And Ricky, Ricky Underwood just gives him the, the coldest glare. Can you go back two episodes and remember what Ricky said when he said he was damaged goods? Nope. And then Jack Very says, tone deaf yeah, it's never happened to me before either. Anyway. Fucking God, I hate Jack. So Jack just keeps talking about it. And he's like, I hate when girls ask what I'm thinking. I didn't know what to say, so I just kept saying I love you. And then we get a shot of Ricky, and it literally looks like he's falling asleep. <laughs> I know. That's good. Uh, Ricky tells, he's like, how could I tell her that I was thinking we shouldn't have had sex? And Ricky's just like, never ask to borrow my apartment again. And <laughs> I, why? Why Jack, did you do this, Ricky? Jack fucking <laughs> My best friend Jack. You want to borrow my apartment so you can get laid, bro? Yeah, so that's what, what possessed Jack, Ricky? Jack is like, here's what happened. I What I was really thinking was, surprise, I don't think that I'm really in love with Madison. And we fucking made it to the end of season fucking three before this happened. Well, unfortunately, we're not done with it just yet. So. I know, how have they been stretching this out all this time? Who gives this a shit? This relationship should have gone on for two episodes, or preferably zero episodes, and Jack should have fucking moved to Phoenix! Yeah, and then that's when Ricky's like, don't ask <laughs> to borrow my apartment again. To So Why? confirming that what literally Why? happened... What literally happened is that... Is that and we're never gonna get any explanation of how this conversation went down. This was an this was a conversation that can only happen off screen. Is that Jack is like, Hey, I wanna fuck Madison and Ricky goes, Okay, you can use my bed. Well, you know, Amy, nothing gives me a better night's sleep than knowing that Jack's sweaty old football ass was in this very spot and he was crying there. <laughs> And at that moment, that really gives me, I sleep like a baby when I know that I've got jack butt sweat, <laughs> sex butt sweat under me. Jesus. And uh, so we go back to the, the bathroom and Madison is like, yeah, I feel weird around Jack now, but like, I, I don't think I can break up with him just no, because just the sex. sex wasn't what I expected. And Lauren, for, fucking Lauren's like, you don't have to stay with him just because you had sex. You wouldn't even have to stay with him if you had a baby with him. Oh, uh, no offense, Amy. And Can it's you like, fucking stop it, Lauren? Like, why? This, you... That was clearly directed at Amy because there was no reason to make that relevant and comment. Like, you about... know, I love Ricky, right? <laughs> right. And, and then, then she, and uh, then Lauren's like, you know, Amy, the second time with Ricky might suck too. Yeah. It's just Jesus. like, why do you do this? Oh, okay. You Amy, ready for a laugh? Amy is like, Madison, you shouldn't break oh, up with is... Jack over bad sex. I think you might love him. Just give him some time. That's and not it's right, like, Amy. No, stop it. Well, here's the thing, because I'm conflicted about this. Because, like, obviously we, the viewers of the show, know that Amy is wrong. That, mm. that the relationship is bad and sh- and it sucks. It does suck. But on the other Madison hand... Madison does suck. <laughs> on the other hand... <laughs> blowjob. And on the other hand, it also sucks to see Amy, like, trying to be, like, a positive, supportive friend to her friend who has never been either of those things for her. It's true. So... I guess I'm not 
actually conflicted. It's just it's just suck. It sucks, and I hate it. I guess I I guess I just hate it. Yeah. So here's a joke that really pressed my tofu, which was here's uh, a joke that really sifted my flour. This was pretty funny. I laughed a hundred minutes in a row, which where Madison <laughs> I, I says, did one hundred ha's. I ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that. So Madison says, I think the problem was that we, there were two things that were funny about this. One that did make me laugh and one that didn't. And the intended (laughs) way did not. But the thing she says is that it was very anticlimactic, literally, if you know what I mean. But what she actually said. The setup for that punchline, by the way, she's like, she's like, uh, I'm worried that what happened was Jack and I spent so long, like, thinking and talking about having sex that when we finally (laughs) did, it was anticlimactic. But she That's didn't what say, it was for me, literally, if you know what I mean. Literally, <laughs> wink, wink, if you know what I mean. And then wink, it cuts wink. to Amy doing Okay, but, like but the... did you hear that Madison said it was anticlimactic? Oh, she did say anticlimactic, yeah. That was pretty funny. And then it cuts to Amy doing the fucking, like, funny math lady <laughs> meme, because you know that she didn't know that you can come when you're having sex. No, hers was only three minutes long. She's only... She 30 only... seconds, 30, 30 seconds. Se- that's what I meant. Hey, Sam, what was the thing Ricky said last week? Can I hear that again? Because it made me laugh. I just um, I don't I'm tired know what of talking about it, Amy. This weekend is it all right? <laughs> That's right. Thank you. So <laughs> just uh, to pick me up, uh, Lauren <laughs> says that that uh, blames Madison and Amy for ruining sex for her, and even when she's married, she doesn't know if she wants to have sex. Yeah. And then uh, that's when Lauren says. Uh, <laughs> That's when Lauren asks where they had sex, and Madison said, "Right, she's like, wait, where did where did you have sex? Because you, Jack's dad was staying with him, so you couldn't have done it there. And there's no way you did it at your house." And then Madison's like, "Oh, Ricky, let us fuck in his bed." <laughs> Amy is pissed. The music gets so dramatic, and it does this slow zoom on Amy looking betrayed, which is I didn't understand why Amy felt betrayed. Right, because I feel like the like she's going like, "Oh my god." How could Ricky do this? When I feel like the correct way to feel is, oh my Jesus, god, what? Why did what? Ricky what do the this? Fuck? Why? Hey Jack, I like to watch you guys. It's a lot of things people don't know <sighs> about me, Ricky. <sighs> I want to see your your football ass undulating <sighs> undulations. It's it's a football ass in that it has the texture of a football and also the the crack is laced. Up. Oh, I know why Jack was crying. It was because it hurt so bad because his nuts are still destroyed. <laughs> oh, so. So we're back in the hallway, and Grace runs inside, and she goes, They're here! They're here! Everyone get ready! And the camera... Okay. So, I... I don't know if we've talked... Have we talked about the backdrop on the podcast? Uh, I feel like we've mentioned it, but, uh, we can talk about it For anyone who doesn't know, uh, when we've been doing, like, our episode commentaries, we've noticed that in really old episodes from season one, you can see when they're in the hallway and the doors are open, it's not just, like, a shot where there's, like, outside, there's a fucking, like, really bad backdrop. And it, like, you can see the bottom of it, that's how bad it is. (laughs) Yeah, you can see where it cuts off. They seem to have gotten rid of it in the recent episodes, but it seemed to return this week, which was kind of funny. I couldn't really tell, because when Grace is running around the camera's like whipping around a lot and i it looked like the backdrop was back but i couldn't tell for sure hey sam you ever you ever think of something so funny that you just sort of edited it into the show in your head yes it's like this because i had a moment to, uh just now where grace runs in and she says they're here and then miss o'malley has a boom box and she turns on the bridal march but in my head oh yeah exactly she turns it on and then chicken dance is on she's like oh god that's old counselor she switches it over and dr bing like descends from the ceiling I'm here because I love teen marriage. They let me off of the Big Bang Theory for this. God. So all the extras fill the hallway, and O'Malley Grace... presses, a, presses play on a little boom box, <laughs> and it starts playing the wedding march. 
uh, Grace, Grace is like going around with a fucking she, huge okay. box of rice. She is fucking pouring it into both hands. And I love this because, because basically what she's doing is saying, okay, you don't get to use your hands until Adrian and Ben get here. Yep. You're just going to keep cupping this rice all day. Yeah, sorry, sorry if you were a teenager who has a cell phone because your, your you're, hands are for rice for now. Your hands are, your hands are a pers- rice receptacle. And, and she's I'm just gonna, going from extra ter- to extra to extra, extra just pouring handfuls of rice. And one guy's like, the extras. doesn't this kill birds? And she's just like, no, but there's no birds inside. It's a bird free <laughs> no, zone here. She, the fucking interaction is like, unintentionally funny because he's like uh won't this kill the birds and she goes we're inside and he goes but when birds eat rice their stomachs swell up and they explode and she goes we're inside and he looks at the camera and he goes don't do this at home viewers (laughs) yeah jamie and adam from mythbusters show up and they're just like don't try this at home and yeah thank you random extra for this helpful psa about a thing that's not true but also still don't do this yes don't do this and you know another reason not to do this inside we'll get to it later uh Amy walks up to Ricky and is very mad at him. Or, no, I think that she's still talking about Lauren Madison. My bad. Uh, yeah, she's mad uh, because wait, even they're waiting she for doesn't have a key to Ricky's apartment. Right? Sorry, I, I lost you. What did you say? Oh, I said even, she's like, I even I don't have a key to Ricky's apartment. And then uh, Ricky comes in and yeah, Jack so I, walks up to him. and Before, before that, before that, before that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess what the drama is here is that Amy does... <laughs> Amy, yeah, Amy doesn't have a key to Ricky's apartment, which Lauren, like, helpfully communicates to the viewer by going, uh, obviously Ricky doesn't want her to have a key, or she would have one. Oh my god. And then, fucking Amy gives Lauren, like, a death glare for this, and I seriously cannot believe that they're still friends. And that's when Ricky walks in, Jack and is Amy like... makes, like, an upset face at him, and he goes, uh-oh, and then Jack walks over to Ricky, and he and Madison smile and wave at each other awkwardly, and it's bad. Funny. Uh, Jack, ex- uh... What Jack does Jack tell Madison or something? He's like, I expected. No, Jack. Jack's talking no. to Ricky. He, Ricky Jack's says, like, I expected both of. Or I expected them to be talking about me and not you and Amy. Yeah, and then Ricky goes, I don't even know why I came out for this. And then Jack goes, Me either. And then they both leave. Amy is very disgusted. She's thinking of the undulating football ass and Madison. So she, yeah, she's like, Ugh, Oh, Madison, good friend had sex here. In Ricky's bed, and Madison helpfully Madison. says. What's the big deal? I'm certainly not the first girl to have sex in Ricky's bed. Hey, Can you? Ricky had sex with Adrian in that bed. Why Knock it off, Madison, please. Please. Why and do you do Lauren's, this? Lauren's football fuckboy boyfriend, whose name I don't remember, comes this over. This guy's not named. I just know it. And he's just No, like, he, he has a name. I remember name. we got his let's name. Call and him, we were like, huh. Let's call him Trem- Trember. Trember. So, so, uh, Trangling Cleston calls, flems over and Lauren tells him that Amy's in a bad mood and, and, and she goes, I'll tell you why later. And then Madison goes, no, you won't. And the fucking nerve of this girl to be like, how dare you violate my privacy? My the privacy. privacy matters. Uh, Lauren's, uh, Trembus is like, he's just like, we're at an underage wedding. This feels like we're doing something illegal. That's very funny. That's very funny. And then Ben and Adrian finally enter the school, and it's been three entire minutes since they started playing the wedding march and giving (sighs) people handfuls of rice. I need to check my phone! I'm a millennial! Please! (laughs) And Adrian goes, Oh my god, is everyone here for me? I mean, us? Because do you get it? Do you get it? It's very... Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? That's very funny. Do you get it? Selfish. Jordan, do you get it? Anyway, um, they start throwing rice at them, and Ben Adrian loves it. Ben Boykovich 
made of tissue paper is like, ow, oh, oh, ow, oh, <laughs> Bleeding ow, profusely. Ow. Now, he's like, please, here's my thoughts. I don't want to be stoned to death. Number one is that he's very rich and very sheltered and very small amounts of damage hurt him. Now, number two is that people see Ben and they're just banging him with that rice. They are very mad at Ben. Right, they are throwing underhanded Adrian. They are throwing overhand Over- at Ben. <laughs> they're fucking like, have you ever seen that, like, some people, like monks or something, can throw, like, needles through panes of glass. That's what they're doing with these rice grains at Ben's eyeballs and his ear holes and that sort Dude, of that's stuff. Dude, the, that's the wild thing about monks. Like, you think of them as just, like, they're peaceful, peaceful and they but meditate, they, but they're they training. They'll throw rice at you. They are, they are fucking ready to kill. <laughs> they're bad already, uh, yeah. because nothing and cultivates then, inner They did peace something that I really murder. thought they wouldn't do. Oh, having the janitor show the up? The janitor like, comes out and he's like, hey, can you not... <laughs> This is the weirdest thing, though, where he, like, Grant is here, and he's like... Well, not, not yet, not yet, because oh. what happens first is O'Malley goes, SCATTER! And then everyone goes back to class. And Thanks, then that's, O'Malley. And then the janitor walks up to Grace, because she's the one holding a giant box of rice. Was this your idea? And then Grant's Grant, like... Grant, like, steps in between them, like, he thinks woman. the janitor's gonna you, attack her or something. Look, dude, I know you clean up high schooler messes every day, but you stay away from my woman. You clean up this mess right now. And the guy's like, no. I love that disease-ridden skank. <laughs> She's the disease-ridden skank that I love. We danced to my dad singing. Yeah. You've never danced janitor, to your dad singing. The janitor's like, all right, if that's your girlfriend, then this so is your broom. and makes him clean up the rice. Epic. It's pretty epic if you think about it. Grace is totally to... cool with... Grace has no... I don't even think she says anything now. No, she's, she she's gone. She's like, oh, she Grant's got it. And then we... <laughs> Thanks, we, Grant. I did not Real like Adrian, uh, uh, Grace in this episode, to be honest. And then we, we yeah. go back to Madison, who just immediately springs into action and starts gaslighting Amy. I should be, I should be the one that's upset, Amy. Yeah, why are you upset? I should be upset. And then she Ricky's blames fault Ricky. that Jack and I had <laughs> bad sex. Amy's just like, fuck this and leaves. Yeah, so well, done. Not, not exactly... Uh, like, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, first to of all. address what Madison is claiming, she's like, if if Jack and I hadn't had sex, then everything would be fine between us. Like, your entire relationship, relationship. was arguing about when you'll have sex. And then you did it, and now you want to break up because you, I can't, it was like, so bad. <laughs> why can't things go back to the way they were when all we talked about was when we would have sex? <gasps> relationship is so normal it's nothing uh, and that's and amy's just like oh it's fine whatever also in the the whole scene grant is sweeping up rice in the background which is very amusing yeah for the rest of the entire series for the rest of the episode yes he and dies there. adrian and ben get to they have her locker oh man this is funny it's it's like covered in pictures of people getting married with their, but their faces, faces are them. cut and pasted onto the bodies and kind of like, oh that's so cute which it's not ben definitely did that with him and amy for sure <laughs> uh Adrian likes the attention, but Ben has, he's just bleeding and dying. Oh, and then he says, he says to Adrian, before we move past the funny attention thing, because, because Adrian goes, this is almost better than our actual wedding day because oh, yeah. I love the attention. And Ben goes, I know. Oh, it's so funny. Do you get it? I get it. Do you get it? Do you get it? I get it. I get it. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Do you get it? So uh, Ben tells, he says, I love you, Mrs. Boykovich. And he walks by Amy and he he doesn't even look at her. He gives no sign that he sees he, her at all. Come which on. I, like, like, they're like, they're like, because he walks, he literally walks like he right looked, past her. Yeah, like he and can't see her. Like he's got there, I think on. there are two implications that this could have. One is like, I hate this and I'm, I'm not even going to look at you, Amy, because I'm so sad right now. 
or whatever. Or, the other one's like, or it's I'm like, over. damn, he's you. really over Amy. Yeah, no, owned, he's not. Because Amy's like making like, oh no, she's face. making a sad face because she like they seriously cannot yeah. seem to decide if Adrian is good or not. That's because they can't decide if Adrian's good or not. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, writers, I'll give you a hint. No, <laughs> it's in the name. Stop it, Adrian. Yeah. Adrian isn't bad though. Adrian. No, the well, relationship is bad. Yeah, the Adrian. Yeah, the relationship's bad. It's I'd a much bad rather ship. have Amy. <laughs> I'd much rather have Amy. Uh, so Leo is here. Sorry. Someone made a. You heard me. What I said did you I'd say? Much rather have Amy. <laughs> are, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, you know I always love it, Amy. Okay, so Leo goes to work and I was trying uh, to he... think of another character whose name started with B, and the only one I can think of is Brenda, but she's not actually on the show. Yeah, so Leo tells Camille that someone parked in his spot. Can you believe this? Who and he says, parks I... in the the Don? The he says, I parked behind them so they can't leave because I want to know who it is. I presumably parked behind to kill them and them. I rigged an ignition bomb in the car so they die when they start the car. And uh, I want to watch. And I want to watch. And then I want my car to be blown up as well, which is kind of, in hindsight, not a very good idea. Well, Camille, he's that rich. Uh, and he's like, he's like, he's I have that no rich idea. that he can die and it's fine. Yeah, he says, he says... That he has no idea when Betty's going to be back with Mike. He's tried calling her, but her phone is never on. And it would be really fucking funny if Betty, if Betty just never comes back. Yeah, I was wondering about that. But I, I you told me a long time ago that by the end of the show, Betty's a main character. So I'm, I, always... I'm actually starting to question that. I think I remember her being around, but... Maybe not. Know. Who knows? Anyway, uh, Mike said, or uh, Mike's been in contact with Camille, the secretary of Leo, who's just once again. She's just a main character now. It's fine for now. Yeah, um, she's always been here. She's always been here. And uh, you know Camille. And he's like, uh, she's like, uh, Betty's just been with her family, and Leo's like, I want to know what you know. I want to know what Camille knows. And uh, she says, calls. she says that uh, she doesn't expect Mike to ever come back because she the, she heard from him that he's been driving around Betty's sisters a lot. And I don't even two, know what to say. Two people in this episode are never coming back. And I'm very excited to talk about number two. <laughs> she's uh, she's like, yeah, all, <laughs> Betty's Betty's Mom hot, brightens. sexy sisters are fighting over Mike. He's getting all this pussy driving them around, I guess. Also, Leo, at this point, Leo is like. Uh, I feel like they talk about how Mike has no life or family or friends. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that Mike like can't imagine a life where he's not driving people not driving around. a rich guy around. Yeah, and uh, then and uh, also, Camille says that Betty's mom has quote brightened brightened. Uh, and Leah wants uh, Camille says she's brightened, but she might still be in peril, which is just normal natural human dialogue. Right, very and normal. Then uh, oh, oh, also um, very important detail at the very beginning of the scene when Leah walks in. Camille puts someone on hold, and I wonder who it is. It's George. Well, we're about to find out because I, I this was in my notes where I was like, oh, we should have mentioned that that happened. Um, yeah. Because then uh, Leo like, looks at the phone, and he's like, oh, someone's on hold. Who is that? And she goes, oh, it's it's George. And he goes, oh, George. And he picks up the phone. And he's like, hey, George, what's what's up? Like, why? It's me, what, Leo. What's going on? Because oh, like, he, he assumes that the call's for him, you know? Yeah, wrong and number. And George goes, I'm sorry, I have the wrong number, and hangs up. He should have done it in his British voice. That really would have tricked Leo. Toby? And then Camille's, you, my, Camille's, my like, third son? Camille's like, it wasn't a work call, it was a personal call. He's nice and he's cute. Yeah. He's very nice and he's very cute. Uh, I've always said yeah. that about Leo. Just like I like how I like George. Uh, that's what I meant. They're both cute. Uh, yeah, and then Leo's like, hey, how about you find my wife instead of making personal calls at work? Like, oh, I'm sorry, is this her job to find your wife? I mean, I don't think it's her job to call Mr. 
Mr. Pork It's man definitely George not her job to make personal calls at work, but I don't think that she's like your wife tracker. She's your fucking uh, I mean, secretary. I'm assu- I'm assuming that she's, you know, part of the the family, so That's true. That's true. You know, she probably uh, So then uh, Camille like waits until he goes into his office then she calls George back and she's like, "Hey, sorry, I probably should have given you my home phone number, not your work my, not my work one." And he goes, "What about your cell phone number?" And she goes, "Whoa, too early for that." But Yeah. It's not too early for him to call your house? To call your work? To call you at your job? I feel That's like, normal. I feel like the cell phone number is the, the best way. When, I, when I'm when i just getting to know someone, I, the first place I call to talk to them is their job. Yeah, thanks, yeah, George. Yeah, so then uh, Also, they met, they met... I had a realization, which is they met... Uh, George met because he he was walking Moose. And I think I realized that, that Moose is the is the magnet that brings the pussy to George. No, it's not because he got lots of pussy Because he got lots anyway. of pussy before. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but he George, was the dog George is like, then. hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? And she's like, oops, my <laughs> screensaver just turned on. Uh, and she's like, sure. And then they say goodbye as Ashley's walking into the kitchen. And he's like, hey, Ashley, I have a date with an age-appropriate straight woman. And feel free to tell your mom. And she goes, no. no. And he says, come on, tell your mom. And, he, and she goes, no. And he goes, are you sure? and she goes yes i don't i don't want to get in the middle of your bullshit drama and he goes come on and she goes no and that's no the scene. uh grant is back at grant high school grant who they named the high school after the janitor is still sweeping and uh jack is opening his locker i don't know why but i wrote in my notes just like jack is accessing his locker like in uh <laughs> accessing three <laughs> Accessing I've, I've accessed it. So Jack Jack comes up to Grant Grant Grant, Grant, Grant King uh, Grant. Jack does a hand plant and that's <laughs> the Sean Johnson gives him a ten out of ten. Sorry, that's is 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 Disney is Disney's Here's, very goofy skateboarding game too obscure a reference to make on this podcast. Um, so oh, Jack yeah. comes up to Grant and he's like, Hey, can hey, I um, ask you? Can I ask you a question? Uh huh. What time is this happening where Jack is g- accessing his locker alone and Grant is still sweeping? Because why school. would Jack be at – but is class happening? Yeah. Is school over? No. So why is Jack alone? Well, Grant, So Jack Jack needs the, the, a doctor. Well, because well, Grant, Grant is – he's skipping class to sweep rice and Jack they just is let you do skipping that. class to watch him sweep to rice. Watch it. He, well, he needs – he's telling he – ta- he told the fucking teacher. He's like, teach, I need a doctor. I need to go access my locker. I need to go access my locker and a doctor. And oh, Grant, you went to medical camp. Can you give me medical advice? He's, Why is he's, my yeah, he's like Grant. I, I need to talk to someone about a medical problem. And Grant goes, "You mean like a friend? We're not friends." And he says, and "I'm I, not a doctor." Jack says, "I don't have a friend. I meant like a doctor." Here's my medical problem, Jack. I had sex with Madison, and I knew it was wrong until the middle. But when no. I tried to stop, hmm, no, hmm, Jack's. First of all. You're getting a little ahead of yourself. Okay. Just like Jack, Jack did. Yeah. <laughs> Jack is like, it's not a tough question. And Grant goes, no, I don't I don't want to know anything personal about you, Jack. And then Jack goes, it's not about me. It's about a friend. Oh, a yeah, friend of okay. mine was having sex with Madison. Madison. Uh, You're fucking dolt, dude. Come on, man. First of all, funny. And second of all, you just said you don't have any friends. Well, you know, he's not a good liar if you think about it. By, by the way... Can we please like, just discuss Jack's medical problem? I just want to say first, it is fucking unreal that this teen high school drama has so many characters who, like, self-identify as having no friends. Well, you That's know. very weird. It's very strange, especially since they're all friends. They're all best friends. Yeah. So Jack says uh, a friend of his was having sex with Madison, and that friend knew it was wrong <laughs> until the middle of it, and when he tried to stop, his body kept 
going and yeah. uh, undulating. And Grant, Grant, he's yeah, he literally, he literally, he wants says, to know it's he wants to know the medical reason why he couldn't stop. He's he's looking for he what he wants is to go to Madison and say. Hey Madison, here's I the have truth. A doctor's I wanted note. to stop, but I couldn't <laughs> because because I did have you dick-itis. know? Dickitis. I have dickitis. Did you know that when the male penis is is flapping around inside of the female vagina, and then if you if I my brain and I my couldn't stop because if I, I couldn't stop and and, and, and my and balls dictates. my balls would be blue, and with Tom's damage to the balls, it would it would they would never go back, and that's why. And then Madison would go, "Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, okay, and I have a doctor's so, note. This says why I couldn't stop." Thank so you. Grant is like, no, Jack, you could have stopped, stopped you chose not you to. And by the way, this is way too personal. I don't want to talk about this. Just talk to Madison. And then Jack goes, thank you. I've been waiting for someone to tell me what to do. Remember when your dad told you to break up with her? Oh, well, that was his dad. Jack, and then uh, he goes, hey, Grant, let's be friends now that I'm over Grace. And Grant's like, you, uh, you just knowing that with- you're not interested in Madison anymore, I don't trust you at all. I'll tell you what. Jack then says, uh, he's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll help you sweep up. I'll go grab a broom. And I thought he was like, I'll go grab a brew. And it just reminded me of the time Jack had a drinking problem for like 30 seconds for one scene. (laughs) But he was fucking sitting outside the church with a paper bag full of PBRs, just sniffling and crying a little bit. He literally, he was an alcoholic for one scene. Off he was, and then George, no, and then George smelled it on him. Remember, he said, don't drink alone. And then Jack said, and then okay, he wasn't I'm an done alcoholic forever. <laughs> that was so, so good. yeah, Jack is like, hey, how about I get a broom? I can help you sweep and I can talk to you about my problems. And Grant goes, no. And Jack goes, okay, I'll go get a broom. Goodbye. Jack, I'm just, just going to go steal a broom from the janitor so that I can Do sweep you know up rice during class. Well, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, Amy's very mad at Ricky once again. And uh, Ricky said he didn't know anything that went on in his bed. Yeah, Which, she's like, you let Jack and Madison have sex well, in your I bed, thought, he says. I thought they were Jack just, just told me he wanted some privacy. I didn't know what he was going to do. I mean, I've been watching the show, Amy. All they ever do is talk about having sex. They never usually do it. So I was kind of taken aback. But also that Ricky, you idiot. It's sweaty. The, it's the fucking second to last episode of the sweaty show. Of course they were going to have sex. So is Madison going to get pregnant? Because that would be too much. That would be too much. So she demands that he gets a new bed. Because I'm not having sex with you in the same bed where you had sex with all the sex girls. The thing about beds is that they're very cheap for a high school. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we finally found some new drama to keep them from having (laughs) sex. They need a new bed because Jack's football ass was there. And And Ricky doesn't want to sell his bed because he wanted the football ass there. We cut to the butcher shop. And literally, we cut from Amy going, I am not having sex with you in that bed. You need a new bed. And Ricky's like, ooh. And then we cut to the butcher shop, and Nora goes, damn, sounds like she really really wants you. I do not like the the amount of sex advice that Nora is giving to her son. Well, I mean, she's just giving him tips to get laid with a girl that she thinks looks just like her when she was his age. (laughs) So normal. Uh, He calls, he, uh, Ricky says that Amy has excuse after excuse. Yeah, he's sick uh, of her just coming up with all these excuses not to have sex. And I'm also sick of the writers doing that. Yeah, thanks, writers. Uh, Nora says that Ricky's throwing a tantrum and it makes Ricky less attractive as a man, which you didn't have to say as a man. You could have just said it. It's not a good look for you, dude. Can I just say, at this point, I'm so fucking over it. Like, I just... Just I'm done. I want them to break up now. Please. Like, they I had want a him to get too horny they, and like, break up with her. They, like, fucking Duke Ellington or whatever, and and then they suck now. It's... It is... I'm just so fucking sick of this. 
It's, it's not so great. boring. They're just treading water because literally, I think that I honest to God, I think, think that they wanted waiting for a season finale. I think they've just been holding off for a season finale for them to have sex. So they've just been like going back and forth. Oh, I don't want to have sex with you. Why? I don't know. For 12 Let's episodes. Move in. I don't want to move in. You want to go to college? Let's have sex. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so Nora, Nora's like, Amy has a point. You've got the money for a new bed. So just go buy a new bed. Being a teen father with a part-time job in high school is so easy. It's so easy, and you can afford it. You can just pay hundreds to a thousand dollars for a new bed, bed. because your girlfriend said to. Amy, come have sex with me on this purple mattress. It's affordable (laughs) and comfortable. Cleaning also brought to you by Clean and Clear. So, Um, yeah, he's, he's, by the way, he's like, this whole fucking thing is pointless because he's like, this isn't even the bed where I had sex with all those girls. This is the bed from the apartment. It's not also, even he says the, the same the bed. Blikovich bed where all this, all of Leo's ghosts haunt him. All the people, <laughs> Leo's, ghosts. <laughs> Leo's ghosts, like the ghost of his wife and the ghost of all the people he killed. Uh, Ricky, Ricky tells Nora that he's like having sex takes so much planning, energy, resources, and begging, and. God, yeah, this guy, Ricky's like, deep. Amy, please have sex with me. And she goes, you require more Vespine gas. No, he says, Amy, please have more sex with me. And she says, okay. And then he goes, thank you, kind sir. Yeah, and then she says, you must construct additional pylons. Uh, and... uh, Nora says that Amy will let Amy come to you. Uh, and then that reminds me of when Grant said, I'll let you come to me, Ashley. I'm a gentleman. Wow. God, uh, I fucking fun. forgot that Grant was originally <laughs> Ashley's creepy series. It's been a while. It's been a while, right? Ricky asks, yeah. oh, and then Ricky's like, so did you let Ollie come to you? And Nora says, no, Nor- Ollie let Nora come to her. But, but, and but, but really... the, the fucking way that they do this, he's like, did you let Ollie come to you? And she goes, no, uh, it um, was uh, the opposite. Actually, she uh, she let me come to her. And Ricky's like, oh, I um, I, I didn't uh, know you that. Said, um, you said I didn't know that was how word. it uh, worked uh, with, said <laughs> with uh, you two. They should have cut to another scene of them kissing. Like what? What is happening? I don't. I don't heard. He heard his mom say the word "come," and he was like, "Oh no, uh oh." I I literally don't know what this was. I didn't either. Uh, And then Nora says, "Maybe maybe it's uh, awkward between. Maybe it's hard between Amy and Ricky because he got into college." Right. She's just using fucking brain psychology, and she's like, "Ah, according to my deductions." The actual reason is that you got into college. And Nora Amy, is the original doing math in her head woman. And, right. Uh, She's like, Ricky's, Amy can't tell you not to go to college because she doesn't want to have sex with you if you're just about to leave. And then so, Ricky Which says, is a fucking great point. So let me just throw the last 12 episodes yeah. where that wasn't the reason in the trash. <laughs> because that's the reason now. Forget all yes. that stuff before. <laughs> Ricky says, uh, he's like, I know, I want to, I want to really emphasize all this. It can mean whatever. All the Mm -hmm. times up until now where Amy was like, I don't want to have sex with you yet, Ricky. I'm not ready. Those literally don't matter anymore because now this is the reason. And that's the, that's the only reason now. Yeah. None of those other things ever happened. Remember when even, even before Ricky got into college, that was why she didn't want to have sex with him. What did the previously on say? Did no. it say anything about other reasons? No. Therefore, those didn't happen. So, yeah, he's like, I'm trying to get into other schools that are closer, and if I can't, then she can come with me, because I, I just want to be with her and John. And then he weirdly also is like, you and Ollie can come you too and if Ollie you want. You and Ollie can okay. move in with us. And, buy and me Nora's a like, that's it, Ricky. You've solved yeah, the puzzle it. of abstinence. That's, that's, how you, that's how you get fucked. That's how you like, do it. Literally, Nora's like, you've solved it. You did it. 
You did it. You solved the puzzle of, of wiener problems. Yeah, there's forget Amy about no the longer will not want to have sex with you because you solved like, this one mystery it. that only just now started being relevant. So, Amy, you want to have sex with me now? I don't know. I changed my mind. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So speaking of Amy, we, uh, she comes home and she finds George like all dressed up for his date, and she got one of Anne's. She talks for like twenty seconds about like. Oh, uh, are we not? Are we going out to dinner? I don't want to go out to dinner tonight because I have homework and blah yeah. blah. And John, this is and so she, pointless. And she's then going on like, and no, on and on I'm about it. And George is just letting her talk. And then finally, he's like, "No, that's not what's happening." Thanks, George, for really letting that scene get a couple extra seconds in. Uh, George has got a lasagna in the oven. Very funny, haha, mints, etc. Uh, George is like, "You're going." You're, uh, hey, wait, what? Hmm? She says she says that she had a fight with yeah. Ricky today, and he goes, "Yeah." Oh no! But he says it with smiles. Do you get it? Yeah, it's very funny because he doesn't like Ricky. George says that he's going on a date and he's going out with Camille. And Amy hates that because if he goes out with Camille, he'll tell Camille and Camille will tell Leo and Leo will tell Ben and then Ben will tell Adrian and then Adrian will know all his secrets. Yeah, I want very... any privacy. First of all, like you ever did, who, who oh, you think your friends are. And then just like but Camille also, said. Also, just <laughs> the fact that George's like, I'm going out with Camille. And Amy's like, Leo's secretary? Leo's secretary who's always been here? Always? Who I know? She also mentions she's like the way that you got like Camille to to like talk to you was apparently he I, I don't know I don't remember if she said this here if it comes up later but uh, I don't think I wrote down where it happens but she says that George got Camille to talk to him by like walking. just walking Moose back and forth outside of the just sort of waiting of for her to Adrian's show Adrian's house like waiting for Camille to come outside. Hi, this is my dog. He's neutered. So am I, or am I? Hi, I this is know. my dog Whitey. Remember that. Hey, this is my dog, Whitey. Did you know that my balls don't work? <laughs> uh, we can't guess oh, the balls says, again. George says nothing Nothing is private ever since they invented the information highway, just like Camille said last episode. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't strange. tell if that was supposed to be like, oh, look at how so. they are, this, whatever, and now he's talking like her, or if that was just like, this is what the writers think old people say, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they are old people. And, yeah, and so Ashley, then Ashley, this is, this is what's fucking weird, yeah. though, okay? Because then George leaves, and Ashley comes in, and she starts texting, and Amy's like, are you are you texting Toby? And she goes, no, I'm texting Mom. Yeah. And she was very clear, that she repeatedly, that she doesn't want to get in the middle of this. Yeah, I don't know but why she got But apparently that was a lie, this. because now she's, like, glee- she's, like, smiling. She's, like, gleefully texting Anne, like, George is going on a date with Camille, and, and Anne goes, Leo's secretary, probably? And... Uh, hey, now you have a cool, do you have a cool teen moment for this episode? I think I had something written down here that was like, this is my cool teen moment, I guess, because this was I'm just as gonna, good as it gets. I'm just going to grab it to give it to Coach being mad at Jack and not wanting anything to do with him. Yeah, that's probably good. Thanks, so, Coach. So <laughs> now we're with Anna and Polenta, and she's just this like fucking telling... guy. <laughs> she's telling him all the details about Camille and how George met her, which seems healthy and, he's and like, normal. He's like, do you really want to know this stuff? And she's like, yeah, sure, I do. I, uh, I for one... Like, if I was in Polenta's situation, I would just be so psyched to hear my girlfriend going on and on and on about her ex-husband going on a date. I would really be into that. I'd feel really, really loved in that moment. Yeah, this seems like a person that I want to continue dating. You don't seem like you're hung up on your ex. She sure does seem concerned about the the, the romantic life of your ex-husband. Uh, yeah. Josh and asks, then, wait, sorry, Polento, Pimento, Pimenta, Polenta. Sacramento, uh, asks, uh, that's a new one, uh, Josh asks if they're dating, and Anne's like, I guess, and he's like, is it exclusive? I don't know if I'm ready to take it seriously. No, 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 no,
She's First of all, who hard. fucking gives a shit Why about this? Why are we watching this? Who could possibly care? <laughs> who is tuning in every week to care? Oh my who god, cares? I have to find out about the relationship with the, between Amy's mom and, and the fucking weird every, guy who no, she someone dated in high is school. So I'm so on the fucking edge of my is seat. Hoping is she so go, bad. Is, no. Will they? Won't they? Is she going to marry Polenta? Here's, here's what it is. I'm watching because I know that Josh is Jimmy's dad, and I ship I ship Jamie, and I want them back together. Jim, and if Jimmy's if Anne and if Anne and Josh get married, then Jimmy might come back for the hey, wedding, and then hey, hmm? yeah, hey, remember remember how Amy ended her relationship with Jimmy? I feel like what happened she, there. I feel like Ben just sort of sent her a voicemail saying he loves her, and then she broke up with Jimmy off camera. Is that yes, correct? That is she. He. <laughs> It was it was she and Ben were were fighting because because of the stuff with him and Adrian, and then he leaves her a voicemail where he's like, "I love you, Amy. I'll always be there for you." And she gets that voicemail and she's like smiling so big, and then she just off camera breaks up with Jimmy and gets back together. Remember with ben when for Jimmy five saw minutes. that uh, a bunch of high schoolers were masturbating and he just went to that high school two hours away hoping that Amy that Jenkins before, would be there? Yeah. I know. I just thought that was funny too. Uh, anyway, this uh, scene, this next, that they. Uh, Oh, Josh is like, since I got divorced, I barely dated anyone, and I knew at this very moment that if we got married, we'd stay together for the rest of our lives. Right, 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 right. He says, he says, he says, at this age, I think we both know right now if we could be with each other for the rest of our lives. My biological... What? When you're in your 40s, you only need a couple dates to know if you should get married. That's how it works, dude. I mean, Uh, (laughs) that's what I don't get, though, because in this show, that's just how it works if you're any age. That's how it works if you're any age, or if you get them pregnant, then you love each other. Other. Yeah. Uh, hey, fuck this scene. This next scene. This sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're like, let's just not. Yeah, let's not talk about it. It's just an Adrian Ben scene. It's foreshadowing. You get it. No, uh, Adrian, no. Adrian and yeah. Ben come back they from went, the baby stuff shopping trip. Oh, there was one thing that I thought was pretty funny that Ben said. She's like, I just want to have this baby already. I can't wait four more weeks. I feel you're, huge. And then Ben goes, You're, you're a beautiful, beautiful human. Huge. I, I mean, you're he a said, beautiful. He says, yeah. "You're beautiful, huge. You're beautiful, huge. That was that would have been a better nickname." Hi, I'm Jordan Canning, and I'm beautiful, huge. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my drag name. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I just can't get over the fact that they're married. I'm, I, I know, I know, I've said it a lot. I just every time they have a scene, I'm just like, these fucking teenagers are married, and I don't. Are they going to get divorced? They're married. If they so break Adrian up, tells are they going to just? That she's feeling uh, pretty tired from whatever, and she might just go to sleep right eight. now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yes, yeah. it's it's eight o'clock. Adrian. Do you not like, see the fact that she she's got like an hour of sleep last night? And Look she's at pregnant. Her. Let her sleep. You Look dick. at how big she is. I just got I, I just don't want you to hide that belly under all those blankets. God. Uh, anyway, she goes to lay down and it zooms in on Jack's sad face or sorry, Jack. I when I think of sad faces, all I can right. think of is Jack anymore. <laughs> he makes a cuck face so yeah. intense that his so face becomes he, Jack. He, he uh, plays the game of faces and Jack is there now. Yeah, uh, uh, and they're playing in- incredibly dramatic music, and he's looking around the condo, and he's like, I don't know if I like this. Like, oh, wow, can you believe that? What? Can you believe that this marriage Just, that happened because you got I her can't, pregnant, maybe? I can't imagine, how do you be invested in this relationship? Because it was so obviously not going to work in the first but place. But the thing is, is that the show is constantly like, but it's good and sweet, and then Jack, and, or that, fuck, then Ben and Adrian are like, I don't know if I want this marriage at all, and I, I think I'm rushing into this, and it's not good, and then it's like, sweet music is playing, and I'll always love you, and it's cute and nice. Right, it's like, like what, are, what do the writers want us to think? When the characters say to each other that they don't want to get married, how am I supposed to be like, oh no, is it to gonna married. work? What does the writing team think of this relationship? I Nothing, wonder. and then right. Grant has a brain parasite, I guess, because... 
Grace is fucking trying to talk him out of being friends with Jack. Yeah, and then Grant is just like, yeah, that was the weird. He, yeah, Grant is trying to talk Grace. He into likes letting Jack him now, and he wants to be friends yeah, with off him. camera. Off camera, Jack. Uh, they must have really because it's got to be off camera thing. because you can't show an interaction between these two that would lead to Grant wanting to be friends with him because Jack fucking sucks, and they have no reason to be friends. Jack just sort of finished sweeping, and they they had a moment together, and it was very sweet, and, and we couldn't have written it. It's too hard. Right. Uh, they just fucking can't write this shit because it's impossible. It couldn't Grant, happen. Grant is just like, well, I'm still friends with my ex. And <laughs> Whoa. Grace is like, what? Whoa, before that, you're skipping some shit. What is it? What did I skip? Grace is like, I don't think you should be friends with Jack. And he goes, well, you're friends with Madison. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, Donald. What? When did he say that? He says you're friends with Madison. When? That's the beginning of the scene. Remember when Madison and Grace were friends? And Grace is like, yeah, well. And then he goes, and you might as well be friends with Jack. I mean, he lives here, so. No. No, Jack shouldn't even live there. He should live in Phoenix. Yeah, and then. Why is it in Phoenix? That's when, that's when she goes like, me being friends with Jack would be like you being friends with your ex. Oh, right. And then that's I when remember he goes when like, Grace and J- Madison were uh, friends. That one's when yeah. Madison was being shitty to her. And then Grace was just like, I guess we're friends now. And that was the, I think that was, that was the literally the last time spoken. they talked. <laughs> You're friends. Why can I be friends with my ex? Yeah. You're friends and with then, Madison. Please. And then he's like, she, she starts like hurling all these questions at him. She's like, do you text her? Do you do you call her? Does she call you? Do you blah blah blah? And then he's like, "It's not a big deal. Like we've known I'll each tell other you forever." What. And like Gra- I wouldn't Grant, Grant not doing anything wrong. I won't blame Grace either because she's a teenager and she's sensitive. So like whatever. I right, don't care. But, but right? I mean, I mean, let's let's just be clear. Like obviously, this is a normal way for a, yeah. a teenager to feel. Like yeah. teenagers are not usually emotionally mature enough to understand yeah. this kind of thing. But but. Like Grace is wrong. Grace is in the wrong. I'm just saying that it's not like a absurd. He's like, he's like, I couldn't imagine not being friends with her, and she's like, Well, I would want you not to be friends yeah, with her. Yeah, it's shitty of her, right? But it's justified in my. But opinion. this is this is what this is what's weird is she's like, Are you breaking up with me? And he's like, No, no. We and she's so, like, we Are you trying to get me dad. to break up with you? And then he goes, No. Oh my god. And we're just like making Grace the irrational, jealous girlfriend for no reason. But I know why that's happening, actually. Jack, Jack is single. Now. Because then she says, Well, it feels like someone is breaking up with someone. And he goes, Well, it's not us, I hope. And that entire oh. exchange was just to set up a segue to the next scene with Jack and Madison. Jack and Madison are sitting on a couch at Madison's house, and she says it feels very grown up to sit on a couch, which I didn't really right, understand. Right, 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 right. That's what's really... that The beginning of the scene is very weird, because she goes, this feels very grown up and civil, which implies that, that they're sounds breaking up. like they've... Like they They've broke had up. Emotion- yeah, they had a mature breakup, a clean goodbye. That's that's what it sounds like, like when she says that. What happened but then to she's her, like, she was very mature about it, and they were like, "Yeah, maybe it's best if we don't see each other anymore." And they leave on good nope. terms. Great. And next that, scene. But yeah, that's what it next sounds scene, like. But the then scene's she, over. Nope. But then, nope. But then she turns to Jack and she's like, "So what did you want to talk about?" So I guess uh, what she means is this feels she, very grown up and civil. Having a, a conversation with my boyfriend on a couch. It's the couch that really. This really was where. This was where. The camera angle changes, and we can see, like, a whole bunch of framed pictures on the end table on the shelf behind them. And the people are clearly just, like, stock photo frame fillers, because they're nobody in Madison's family. This is my dad's multicultural team of office workers. Right. This is a this is a portrait of a crying boy. Here's here's Amy, but, like, a picture from her MySpace. 
Uh, it would have made sense here's, actually to have a picture of here's Amy and yelling her house. That's businessman not true, with salad. <laughs> here's woman failing to drink water. That's it. Here's cyber corn woman. Here's Kevin. I hate Kevin. He was a pretty expensive Here's Amy Poehler with a bowling ball. Here's Amy Poehler, the bowler. Uh, so Madison says uh, that it wasn't what she expected, the sex. And she well, no, no, they, like they, they, they say this in unison. Oh, yeah, like, it wasn't what we expected. Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> Over Jinx. sex? Yeah, she didn't feel like he loved her at that moment. And Jack apologizes. For <laughs> I, I really liked this because Jack's like, I'm sorry. She says, what for? And he goes, for having sex with you. He's like, I was, I was going to break up with you is the, is the truth but of it. But then and we she had goes, sex. After having sex with me? And he goes, no, 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 no. Before, Before. having sex with you. And, and she's she like, goes, oh, okay. Oh. We're cool with that. That's okay. fine. Uh, and then he said he wanted to have sex, but wanted to stop in the middle because it felt wrong. Not that having sex is wrong. Looks at the camera, teens. Don't have sex, though, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Madison, Madison he's, says he's she's like, I, I didn't want to hurt your feelings or make you cry. And she goes, well, I'm not crying now. And I wasn't crying then either. Why were you? And he goes, because I love you. Oh, my God. Really, no, that's not why we're crying. really love you. No. But I don't think that sex is right for us. Bye. 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 Bye, bye Jack. Bye. 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 No, no thank you. Three, episode 25. Goodbye. Bye. Jack says, Jack bye. says he's... <laughs> All right, dear listeners, the best thing is that Jack says he feels like he ruined their relationship, but, like, it was, it was, it was damaged in box. Like, we gotta be honest. My brother's not coming back. Uh, oh, and Jack goes in for a kiss. Like, seriously, what kiss. the fuck is up with this stupid fucking show? Like, it, <laughs> fucking... Who gives a shit about Jack and Madison? They've, they've gone back and forth so many times, and you think the thing that a show would do is for this fucking, like, end of the season for it to be like, oh, the climactic, <laughs> they finally have sex, and then they're and they like, oh, this wasn't right up. for, like, they've been treading water this whole time to get to this, and then they have sex, and they're like, oh, it, it wasn't was right, bad. and I no, think but that they they actually, made me realize, what they did is they... I don't, I don't want to be in this relationship. No, 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 because it makes a lot of sense, because what happened... And this is Brenda, you know, it's Brenda. So they ha- they've treaded water. They were talking about having sex for an entire season. Then they have the sex. They make the love. They do the fuck. And then they decide that sex just isn't right for them. And they're going to be abstinent and just do things that aren't sex. That makes a lot of sense. And that's the-, the that's that's where we leave off on this. Yeah, that's they're, it. They're in love and they're going to stay they together love each but other. not have sex, which they're is what abstain. they were already doing. No, but this time they're not talking about it until next episode where they're going to start talking about <laughs> oh it. Oh my god, it's so no, stupid. No, 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 no. Do you think that next episode they're going to decide that not having sex doesn't work for them and they're going to break up? No. No. I just want I want to go back in time and see if any fan of this show liked Jack and Madison and was invested in their relationship. How could you be? It's just, It's nothing. <laughs> they they're there's they're not people. They're not characters. They're not, they don't just do anything. Meat. They're just meat that like, doesn't l- fuck like sometimes. literally literally. Okay. Madison outside of the relationship, Madison has her scenes where she's just like really shitty to her friends, where she's yeah. like, I'm the gossip person Jack, and I fuck everything up and I don't Jack care about anyone. Jack is horny and cucked at all moments of his life. But and that's, together, right, that's that's the thing is Madison's got her like her shtick stuff. Jack literally all that all Jack's Jack has done does all fucking is season be is be like, am I gonna have sex with Madison? Want, oh, I really want to, but want. I don't want to actually. Um, oh, I'm still hung up on Grace. No, I'm not, but I am actually. That's that's all he does. Literally all that he does. Anyway. But, but it's okay now because they love each other and they kiss and then Jack says, "I love you," and then she says, "Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe I love you too." Wow, now that's love. Yeah, so so Kathleen's got a hungry oh, oh, tummy. Oh no, no, no. You, mm. you, there's a lot more to unpack here, actually. 
Oh, and I'm really? sorry to do this, but I I think it has to be done. Hmm. He's like, I think I ruined our relationship, and she says, "Me too," and I agree. And then <laughs> Me too, he, he like he like touches her leg, and she goes, "Whoa, there, buddy, we're not having sex." And he goes, "I wasn't thinking that." And then she goes, "What were you thinking? Were you thinking you want to break up?" And he says, "No, I was thinking it's kind of funny that you don't know. I don't like to be asked what I'm thinking all the time because oh he's God. such a fucking asshole. He's such a like, douche." How how fucking dare you, my girlfriend, want to know what I'm thinking, and I refuse to tell you on my own, and I hate to be asked, so fuck you anyway, I love you so much. I talked about this a bit while you were gone, then Jack is like, I don't think sex is right for us right now, and Madison right. says she's fine, and then he says, I feel like I ruined your relationship, and then he just goes in for a kiss but yep. after saying that, and then Madison's like, well, my parents will be back there just after dinner, and he's like, no, I wasn't thinking that, and that's when they decide... That they don't need to have sex again. Right. And that's, yeah. And they love each other. She's like, I wouldn't keep asking you what you're thinking if you would ever tell me what you're thinking. Correct. And he's like, all right, I'll tell you, but you might not like it. And she's just like, can you fucking say it? And like, I hate that I'm on Madison's side for this. I want Jack to leave. Uh, yeah, Jack's. That's when Jack's like, "Here's what I'm thinking. Just because we had sex this weekend doesn't mean we need to have sex again anytime soon. We can just try dating without having sex and see how we feel about each other." Like, holy shitting mother of fuck! What have you been doing this entire fucking time? <laughs> no, they haven't been dating. They've just been just meeting and asking about sex. That's yeah, all been and then doing. that's when she. Yeah, that then they do the kiss, and she goes, "Maybe you love me, and maybe I love you." And then they kiss again, and that's good. So, what does Kathleen do when she has a hunky tummy? She well, goes she goes to, to pick up some food at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. It It's just, it gets funnier every time where someone's just like, I'm hungry, time to go to Jeff's. Uh, bartender man is like, it'll be just a few minutes. We, we get a really good a... shot of the beer tap, which just says beer, beer. but it's in like some... But it's like, got like kanji, it's got it, the... Well, it's not kanji, it's like a bullshit kanji-themed typeface that the letters look like kanji, oh. but they just say beer. Beer. Uh, Kathleen good. turns down a complimentary <laughs> drink. drink. That's what it said. In kanji, uh, turns down a complimentary drink because she's got to drive home and she's very responsible. And she turns around and sees George, and George just like makes a high face at her, like waves at her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he he's and, like, uh, dude, where's my car? No, and uh, and then uh, Kathleen. So apparently George was stood up, which I just don't. George even was under- stood like, up, which is really fucking funny because it's very funny to me, but I don't understand why. It seemed like it seemed like. Uh, Maybe it Leo really seemed like it. Camille was into him. She was like, "Yeah, he's nice and cute." Hey, do you want to go on a Leo. date? Ew, no. It was Leo. It was Leo. It was Leo. Oh, Leo maybe. Want- yeah, it's probably Leo. Uh, Kathleen wanted to eat a delicious meal, and George wants to know. Oh my god, George wants yep. to know because Papa Horny Michael. Uh, George wants to know when Jeff is coming back. Yeah, he 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 goes to sit with her at the bar while she waits for her food, and he says, "When's Jeff so coming Kathleen back?" So Kathleen says that Jeff is in Zimbabwe, and he loves Zimbabwe a whole lot. Yeah, she's and like, I think he's th- supposed to be back next week, but I don't know, George. He really likes Kathleen. It there. I think he might just stay there for the rest of Kath- the show. For the rest of the show, Kathleen. It's not you. It's just that I love Zimbabwe too much. <laughs> I'm leaving. It's you not for you. Zimbabwe. I'm just afraid that I'll die in the plane when I'm trying to fly back. That's what it is. Because yeah, I that's know right. that Grace is sexually. He knows that Grace had now. sex with Grant, and he just doesn't want to get on a plane anymore. So he's getting a fucking divorce. Yeah. So then, then George is like, Kathleen, honestly, are you happy you got married to Jeff? And she says, she says no. no. And, then and then she, she asks, asks him, honestly, George, are you happy that you and Anne split up? And he goes, yes. And then she says, look at that. We finally had the courage to be completely honest with each other, and then they get married right then and there. I could have done without the sock story. (laughs) (laughs) So this is really funny because I think I called this shot in season one. 
and I'm pretty happy that it finally, finally came to fruition. What shot? The shot of Amy and uh, uh, Kathleen finally getting together. Right? Oh, or Amy this. and Kathleen? No, George and Kathleen. My bad. I was looking at my notes <laughs> and I saw the word Amy. That would have been an Ill- illegal relationship. Speaking uh, of I am, Amy, I am not prepared to confirm or deny whether Amy, uh, fucking Jesus, Kathleen. But and they George have get back they together. have tension. They have emotion. They have tension are, now. They have tension. tension. Do you like it? Do you with care? The dollar sign. It's like Dion Ward. Uh, very Dion funny. Ward. Get ready to scream and laugh because Amy, women, am I right? They got. They got a moisturized face, funny mask, and, funny face mask. And Ricky walks in, and Amy, Ricky Ricky walks in unannounced, and is just standing in Amy's room, and she screams when she looks up and sees him. It's some real Edward Cullen shit. It's freaky, right? It, like if he was in her window, he would have just been Ed, Edward Cullen shit, right? He doesn't. She doesn't like look up at him walking in. No, she looks like, up and he's there. She in looks front up of at her. him already standing still next like to the, her bed, looking like at her. that funny shot of George staring at Amy when she wakes up. Yeah, and she goes, ah, you scared me. And the joke is supposed to be like, oh, you scared you me. You scared funny me, face but mask. he doesn't say that, which is, he seems completely nonplussed so, by the fact that, yeah. So Ricky's like, you don't need to worry about me going off to college and leaving you. She's like, isn't that exactly what you're doing? Not that I'm not happy for you. Uh, by the he way, says, reminder, <laughs> reminder, 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 that this is literally explicitly why he started looking into colleges. Was because he didn't, he wanted it out. It was, it was literally to, to not move in. Her. Uh, anyway, he tells Amy that he wouldn't go to college unless her and John came with him. And, uh, and he says, oh my god. I just can't get over Ricky being like, look, Amy, I'm a respecting women man now, and I'm willing to wait to have sex whenever you're ready. For example, right, it's respecting this, women day. T- tomorrow, it's respecting women day tomorrow, and that's why we're off of school on Wednesday. So let's drive up to the coast and have dinner on the beach because they we're off, and then we'll go... Yeah, they're, the they're, they're, they're a, gonna fucking go to Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill 2, the one that Leo took the one, to the one, one in, like, the one, yeah, the one up the coast. And then he says, alright, Amy, I know I said that I'm not gonna ask you to have sex, but I am going to tell you that we're gonna spend the night in a decent hotel and we're gonna talk or sleep in a bed or... And he just he's, sort of he, keeps he, saying... Throughout this entire mm-hmm. scene, he's making, like, nice, sensitive face. Mm-hmm. He's, like, raising his eyebrows a He's, bunch. like, doing the little smile. He's, like, and I just wanna, I just I wanna just stay wanna in respect, a hotel with you. And we don't even have to have sex. And my we could just sleep all night. Or we talk all night, I mean, is what he says. Uh, anything she, else we could wiener. And then Amy's and then, like, but I then, know. But then, 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 she goes, well, or, you know, we could do what we've been waiting to do. How funny so they're really going to fucking act like this college thing that wasn't a thing until a couple episodes ago is the reason that she's been refusing to have sex with him for half the season. It would have been so funny if Ricky had been like, God, finally. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he just yeah. like spikes a football and he turns spikes on a football the football and it lands right on Man, yeah. man, man. And he's dancing. Yeah, he's loving it. He's just like, my Getting down to Asher Roth. Super funny. Uh, Ricky kisses her and he's just like, I want to spend some time alone with her, but it does And I was really uncomfortable by the fact that Ricky was making out with Amy while she's wearing that, that mask. Like, like she can wear a mask. That's fine. Just like, seems like a weird kiss to me. And they didn't I, even I don't draw know. I, didn't, I didn't really even, look at the at the lip situation. They didn't even draw attention to it. Like in a good like not a good show, but in any other show they'd have been like they would have kissed and then Ricky would have pulled back and like the mask would have been like part of it would have been on his face. <laughs> <He'd be> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that mask is completely transferred to his face. That would have been really fucking funny. <laughs> but like they could have done a thing where like, oh, one, maybe you should... one little peck on the lips and he pulls and back and his entire face has the mask and hers is hers is clean. No, but like they could have done it as like a little bit gets on and she's like, oh, maybe I should take it off for a kissy. Like that would have been normal. But oh, she, he's oh, just like, actually, there was there was a little thing where she kind of like, she, like wipes his it off with her. Like thumb. they didn't call much attention to it. And how funny would it have been if she pulls back and he's just like, my skin is smooth now. 
Uh, anyway, he fuck this back scene. And he has no skin. Oh, and then Ricky he tells her he's back and he's just like muscle face. <laughs> he's handsome Squidward now. Uh, Ricky then tells Amy that he's bought. A- he fucking bought a new bed. He bought a new bed. He did it. <laughs> He fucking anyway. went to Casper.com slash Mabimbam. <laughs> he got his discount and he got a new bed. He threw out all those Boykovich memories and bone fragments and skin He went cells. to Casper.com slash Jergenit for $50 off. A, king, a queen-size mattress. Anyway, fuck this next scene. Very badly. Uh, yeah. I fucking, I guess, I guess this is my cool teen moment because mm. everything else sucks. Coachler being mad all the way. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Never mind. Coachler being mad is Hell yeah, Coachler. Uh, Adrian can't sleep. She feels like something's wrong. I, I, I want to say first. Before we get into yucky the funniest stuff. Thi- the funniest thing to me here is that Adrian's got insomnia again. Mm-hmm. And next to, on Ben's nightstand, there's like a big analog clock that he was mm-hmm. looking at before. And it says 4.30. And I guarantee that they filmed this scene immediately after oh, yeah. the last yeah. 4.30 of course. scene. Of course. So they wouldn't need to change the clock or the lighting because she still has that lamp on. She can't sleep without her lamp. Can't you? You need to so, have some light. It's her okay, night Okay, I just remember what's happening here and I hate it. Yeah, so but, but Adrian's like, I can't sleep for some reason. Something doesn't feel right. And then Ben's like, we were just at the doctor's office. They said, everything's going to be okay. And then Amy, yeah, you, Adrian's we like, just had that doctor's appointment. They said, everything is perfectly the normal. The baby is healthy and normal. And four weeks, and she and you're going to have a she baby says, yeah, that will be alive. Right. It's probably nothing. And he says, are you sure? And she says, no. I'm not sure. Ben thinks she's going into labor, and she says she's not sure. And fuck you, and that's Brenda Vision. Fuck you. And that's Brenda's vision. Fuck you, Brenda. That's Brenda's vision for the show. Fuck off, Brenda. I'm not excited for this. This is going to be the worst episode of the show. Don't listen to next episode, listeners. Just don't even listen to it. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. And then tune in the week after, and we'll be watching the funny jerk-off episode. It'll be great, and then we'll keep watching it forever. (laughs) It's... It's gonna be really rough. It's, it's not gonna, gonna be, be fun. Really I really fucking rough to talk about this next dreading episode. This. I I was dreading this when I was on vacation. I've been dreading this like every week. I dread I've been the dreading fact. it since we started the podcast. I didn't know about it, but the second you, t- I think it was the second that the last episode of season two, I think, was when I learned about it. So I, I told been, you when I told you when Adrian found out she was pregnant. It has been twenty six to twenty seven or eight weeks of me just being like. We're gonna have to fucking talk about Adrian's stillbirth and in a goofy funny episode make people laugh. We're yeah, I I mean I, I said this before. We have absolutely no intention of making jokes about no, that. No, no. Because it's not no. funny. And it's, it's gonna not affect okay. the rest of the Brenda episode. Brenda should be too, ashamed so. of herself for reasons that we'll get into on that episode. Yeah, well have one week apiece and then we'll get into it. That's Brenda's vision show. and Thanks, Brenda. that's the episode. No. Uh favorite and least favorite characters. Uh favorite character the coach. Least favorite character Brenda Hampton, probably Madison or Jack or Amy. I I said yeah I I, I would say Brenda, uh, but as far as characters go, uh, my favorite I would say is either the janitor or Coach Lore, <laughs> and least favorite is absolutely Jack. I think Jack is even worse than worse, Madison. Yeah, he was worse than Madison. It was Jack. You're right. Because Madison at least like had that. I was on her side yeah. for the like. Yeah, Jack should fucking tell you what he's thinking. Like, yeah. I understand why you're upset with him for this. Yeah. And Jack was just like, oh, how dare you talk to me? No Tom in this episode, huh? Good. Strange that it was such a Jack-heavy episode and he didn't speak to Tom about it. 
Uh, hey, true. we got you got. What do you got to do when you 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 got to ask a question? Well, you, you go, go to jergonit.tumblr.com/ask. And sorry about the web. Well, the web like it's blue now. It's bluer than it used to be. It's not. Sorry about the colors of Tumblr. We got we got three three questiones. Let's let's do them. We got one from friend of the show, magnificent Sapcaddy. I told you you'd become a friend once you sent in another ask. Uh, Who? What if, magnificent Sapcaddy. Who? Magnificente. I don't know who that is. Friend of, sorry, stranger of the show. Sorry. Magnificent Sapcaddy, who said, what if instead of Sloat having a bunch of soprano actors, just be, oh, wait, wait, do we, I already watched, <laughs> we already did this one. Cut this whole thing out. Cut it out, Jeff. Nope, 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 nope. Let nope. it rip, boys. I forgot to delete that one. Thanks, Magnificent nope, Sapcaddy. Goodbye. <laughs> Send us in another one and I'll call you friend of the show. Anonymous says, Ava Anonymous here, Austin Stowell, aka the totally real teenager Jesse who dated Lauren, has been in a series of critically acclaimed films. He starred as the character Larry King in Battle of the Sexes, Francis Gary Powers in Bridge of Spies, and Ryan in Whiplash. Is that the main character of Whiplash? I don't know, I've never seen it, but that movie has won a lot of awards. He also pissed off a ton of vampire fans in 2015 when he dated the lead of Vampire Diaries, Nina Dobrev who had recently broken up with her co-star on the show, and all the fans wanted them to get back together. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. And he also Bad taught a bird Austin. to say Obama. Boo. Thank, thank, what? Sorry? Boo. He taught a bird to say Obama. Remember that? Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I just heard you say something about Obama. Thanks, Ava Anonymous. That was a fun fact. We got one more that is actually a new question from this week and not an old question from last week that I forgot to delete. This one's from Roy of the show Fuck Warlock. Hello, Roy. I don't know Hi, if you've Roy. ever sent a question to us before. This one says, Hello, fellas. After a month of main t- mainlining Jurgenit, I'm finally caught up and I gotta say three things. Number one. First, I mean, congrats on spending well over a year being internet mad. <laughs> Second, find Capo Leo's treasure. <laughs> and third, <laughs> thanks, Roy. And third, taking their behavior throughout the entire run of the show into account, which slope character do you think has been the worst, the most bad? Is it Ben? Like, I know that's such a, such a, like a, such an obvious answer, but really, I don't think anyone has done as much bad capital B shit as Ben. Yeah, I think that Ben He's has been, been very, more harmful than anyone very else on the show. gross. I mean, like, Ricky has done a lot of bad shit too, but I don't think he's done as much awful nonsense as, as Ben has. Granted, we're biased. We are biased, but like. I would say, I would say fuck- Ben and then Jack and then. Ben, Jack, Ricky, Probably and, Ricky, yeah. Ben, and Jack, Carlady. And Madison. Car- oh, sorry. Carlady is the, is the worst. Yeah, Carlady's the number one because she committed a crime. Madison's up there because she's caused so much nonsense to happen. And I've been told that she is responsible for the worst thing on the show in season five. So I'm waiting for that still. <laughs> she's responsible for, she's responsible for something. Whew. Okay. That's God, all of I our questions. Wait Thank you that. very much, uh, fuck Warlock for that wonderful yeah, question. Yeah, look forward to for having listening. you on the show soon. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, I always so. think, I think Roy has a tweet that's like, <laughs> Someone, Roy, what do you mean by internet mad? Me. Oh, yeah. Jerking it podcast with Sam and Jordan Canning. <laughs> We're the maddest show on Noise Space for sure. Um, Twitter.com slash jerking it, jerkingit.tumblr.com. Please go to our Twitter and look at that fucking shot that I It's very good. It's we have very a Discord. Good. You can find it on any of our episode posts. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jerkingit. One dollar gets you a mildly special role in our Discord, access to all of our bonus content, uh, our readings of The Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our fan fiction readings, our episode commentaries, and 
I guess we are about to begin the fucking the circle, circle jerk. jerk very soon where we watch the the masturbation episode over and over and over and over and over. Hooray! Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, for $5, you get a pretty special role on our Discord and a shout-out in the podcast. For $10, you get an incredibly special role on our Discord that lets you listen in on the recordings live. You get to make me or Jordan say anything you want in Ben voice ASMR optional, and you get a shout-out in the podcast. So shout-out to our 10 and 5 Shout-out to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, Stephanie B., PR The Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very much. Thank you. And thank you to our podcast network at noisespace.xyz, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as... I didn't write any of them down this week. Ooh, What's we got it. There's space? a new one. Let's shout out the new one, Tuning oh, Fork. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the new one. David it's and Matt's Tuning Fork. Mu- music and Pitchfork Media Hype Machine. Their first yeah. episode is on The Age of ADZ by Sufjan. Sufjan. Suf... Suf... Stephanie, don't listen. Sufjan Stevens. It's the Age of Odds by Sufjan Stevens. Good album. The Age of Oddish by Stufe. Oh, is that what that's a reference to? Yes. Oh! <laughs> Shout out to Stephanie's Twitter handle. Um. Yeah, uh, listen to Tuning Fork. Listen to listen Giants to, uh, Confirmed for other music. Listen to City this Girls podcast that you're listening to right now. <laughs> listen to The Wonder Year. Listen to all of the podcasts on Noise Space. Uh, listen to all of them. But the don't, of listen, don't listen to... Uh, don't listen to Jerganet. Listen, oh, and listen to you my can pod- find our, our you can get you can get to our podcast by going to secretlifepod.com. I need to plug that. And you can watch the show don't do it by going to go to jo.org. And then <laughs> you can just go to go to jo.org to watch the show. <laughs> It'll take you there. Uh that's all for this week. And sometimes uh, it won't give you ads for Coke Industries. Oh fucking Coke Industries. Hey, see you next week for the grand finale. Fuck this show. Yay. Bye. And as always. No. Eat shit, Brenda. Eat shit, Brenda. Bye. Bye. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.